guys, welcome to Across the Line. As you can see, this is a special episode of the show. It's community quarantine in the Philippines, pretty much all over the world right now. But we're going to do our best to provide you guys with sort of an update of how things are going in the world of football, not only here in the country, but all over the world during these trying times. Uh, we get a chance to speak about how things are going with the league, how things are going with the academy, and uh, some things that you might be able to do while on community quarantine. If you like this episode, if you like the content that we provide here on Across the Line, please do subscribe to the show on YouTube, Spotify, and on Apple Podcasts. Don't forget to rate and review and to spread the word to all of your friends. Happy Football Friday. Welcome to this edition of Across the Line. As you can see, not our usual studio setup today. Uh, it's a special episode in that it's our first one while the community quarantine is ongoing. It's a strange situation, but we're hoping that we still get an opportunity to speak about football and, and talk about the things that are ongoing inside the community. And uh, we hope you come along for the ride with us. If you like the content that we produce on the show and we provide here on Across the Line, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Um, on uh, YouTube, Spotify, and on Apple Podcasts. How's it going, Chris? Uh, I'm okay. I'm okay. Uh, just trying to get to grips with the community quarantine. Um, yeah, pretty bored, to be honest with you. No football on there, nothing to, nothing to do. So um, trying to yeah. find uh, ways to get our football fixed. So obviously, we're trying to record this um, program from the confines of our, our own houses. Um, just a quick disclaimer before we actually get going. Um if the sound quality is a little bit iffy, um, please bear with us. We're obviously recording it from iPhones and uh, head headsets from our own uh, devices. So, uh, yeah, please uh, apologize in, in advance for any kind of sound deficiencies that you might experience uh, compared to the usual service that, that we provide. Um, but, yeah, obviously we're, we're two days into it. This is the third day now. Um, yeah. Missing football, it seems like it's impacted on pretty much every aspect of the game. Um, on the domestic front, obviously you managed to squeeze out your uh, AFC Cup um, third round match in in, in Indonesia. Yep. But upon coming back, you've you've actually you've actually self isolated straight as, as straight from from uh, from Indonesia, didn't you? So you, as soon as you got back, you you were straight in the isolation booth. Yeah, day six for me officially. Um... Yeah, since we traveled, you know, it's probably the, the wise thing to do. Obviously, still able to do one episode, which is probably ill-advised. Um, and uh, went straight into isolation after that. It's been six days since. Um, it's a ghost town, absolute ghost town here in Green Hills. So a little bit strange, um, doing our best to, to, to not feel so cooped up. It's just myself and my wife. Um, I don't know. It's It's... It's tough, you know, finding ways to entertain yourself, to stay busy, to stay um, relevant in some shape or form. And um, this is uh, a big one for me, actually. It's, it's therapeutic to actually be having an opportunity to keep going with it across the line. Yeah, it's been interesting for me. Like, obviously, I'll, I'll talk about the youth se segment a little bit because that was one that's been severely hit obviously with all the cancellations of practice the postponement of the of the youth leagues um and and with a lot of the kids are already being off school uh it's really really hit home in the youth football community here um you know many kids are trying to find ways and, and creative ways to keep getting their touches in trying to keep fit 
Um, so we've been sending out homework. Um, I've got a fun exercise that I'm going to send out to the guys today. I had to actually do the demo. So I had to uh, dust my boots off and do a little bit in my, in my driveway today. So let's see how that, how that pans out when we send it out to the kids. Um, and then uh, trying to figure out other ways in which we can keep them engaged. So like, just for an example, the other day I sent out a, um, a template of a uniform, football uniform, and, and had the kids design their own um, soccer uniforms, which was quite nice, actually. Came back with some cre- very creative ideas. Um, I think some of the big guns might be out, out of business pretty soon with some of the creative um, <laughs> designs that they produced. But um, no, I, I guess from my perspective, and I'm sure from a lot of other coaches' perspectives, just trying to think of fun and engaging ways to keep the kids inspired and, and, and getting their touches in in what's obviously a very, very difficult scenario for everyone. It's, it's kind of a similar situation for me, obviously in charge of all the content for, for Kaya's social media accounts. And there's there's nothing to shoot. There's nothing to take pictures of. There's, there's really, it's very difficult to create the content. So um, we're just figuring out ways and hopefully we'll be able to contribute, you know, workouts and, little things and activities that people can do at home as well to stay busy because I think we're all going to get sucked into our phones uh, during this community quarantine. And it's not exactly the healthiest thing to be stuck looking at your screen for hours and hours and hours. So I think it's, it's one of the key things is to figure out ways to keep the body moving. And um, it's, it's going to be a challenge for everyone involved during yeah. this time. Um, obviously, Any updates, from, has any updates from the league? Uh, yeah. I was just about to get to that, actually. It's, it's, it's. Jing. Any updates from the. Yeah. There was a meeting, actually, shortly after the podcast that we recorded uh, with the boys from Kaya Academy, headed over to the PFF to talk about what are going to be the guidelines that we're going to follow. Um, there was a lot of discussion during that time, but of course, the government came out and uh, um, imposed sort of this uh, community. Uh, nationwide community quarantine. So the league has uh, postponed. There will be no launch, uh, no start of the league on the 21st of March. And there is no date being set yet as to when the league will begin. Um, everything is being taken day to day. And uh, we're, we're, we'll have to see how things develop. Obviously, with a 14-day incubation period, it might be a while uh, before things settle down. You know, um, Individuals who might have come into contact with other infected individuals who were asymptomatic over the last week or so um, will only begin to show signs 14 days from now. And um, that means that they might have come in contact with other people while they were feeling confident that they were not infected. They will be out there hanging out with family members, with friends. And uh, I imagine that this is going to drag out well into April. And um, we're likely not going to see anything until May. Now, that's my prediction. Now, I'm hoping mm. it's not going to come to that. Hopefully, you know, there will be some football to be had in April. But for sure, we've sent out letters personally for Kaya to AFC, for example. We're supposed to have a, an AFC Cup match on the 15th of April. We've basically come out and said that's impossible. I mean, the community quarantine is until April 13 or 14. The guys are not even training. You're not allowed to train. You can't come yeah. together in any sort of public forum, uh, any sort of public way. So the, the guys are, 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 are just, you know, desperate to try to stay fit. I mean, they're not going to be able to train with one another. So it's going to impact the game in, in a large way. Uh, definitely in terms of preparations and staying fit, it's going to be a real challenge. 
So with regards to the Kaya players, I'm just quite interested. Is someone giving them like a program that they need to follow at home or is the onus just on the players to, to try and keep themselves fit? Any, any insights with, with regards to that, Jing? So um, the PTs, Jolo and Josh, have been charged with coming up with a fitness program. Obviously, there are a few things that you have to hit there, you know, um, conditioning, agility, strength, um, staying limber. Uh, all of those things are, are being taken into account, and um, they're rolling out the program um, as we speak. Um, I'm actually looking forward to jumping in on that as well, um, okay. just trying to stay fit myself at home. Um, yeah, and hopefully we can share that with the followers and get them involved in trying to you know, stay fit as well during the community quarantine. Yeah, because I think that's one of the biggest issues, isn't it? I mean, how are you going to test for those sort of things? I mean, not everyone has a weight bench or, you know, not everyone has a rack of, uh, you know, dumbbells in their home. It, it's it's difficult. And I'm assuming a lot of the guys, were they all still in the metro? Or some of them gone back to their provincial homes in order to be with their families? Yeah, quite a few actually have went back to the province, needed to be around family during this time. I think it's probably better for them. Obviously, there was a bit of a risk there with, you know, potentially carrying and, and spreading the virus over there. But, you know, they had to weigh it personally for themselves. It was a personal decision for them to to want to be around family in this difficult time. Again, we don't know how long it's going to be. So um, I think it's important for a lot of them to be around their family uh, during this time. Um, yeah, so... Some of them are lucky. Mike Casas, for example, is is next to a football pitch. He lives near a football pitch, so he's been able to get you know um, some touches in and, and getting some workouts in uh, on the grass. So I mean, that's that's great for him. But not everybody is so lucky. Yeah, I mean, that's actually been one of the problems we've experienced in the metro. Like uh, without um, you know sort of downplaying obviously the the, the virus, but. A lot of the parks obviously shut down or community areas have shut down, which has meant that you know people aren't able to even get in an exercise regime, um, which is a little bit disappointing. I would, I would like to see some facilities remain open so people can kind of go out and, and at least, you know, get sample the fresh air and actually get in uh, some kind of workout. Um, my, my sort of nervousness with regards to a lot of this is if we don't remain active, and we don't, um, you know, keep our immune system high is when we do come out of this community quarantine, as you alluded to, we are going to be susceptible to all kinds of other viruses and, and including this one to, like you said, people who are asymptomatic. So, um, yeah, that, that for me is a little bit of a concern, you know, the majority of the people in our, in our academy, they typically live in, you know, BGC or Makati area, which is, you know, in itself, there's there's very limited green space or opportunities to get out there and, and you know, get in a, a decent workout. Um, you know, I, I live in a village which has, you know, fortunately a little bit more space where we can kind of ride the bike or take the scooter out. But, you know, I, I do worry about that when we sort of come out of the community quarantine and that people haven't been able to keep themselves ticking over and uh, you're going to uh, make, make themselves susceptible to either A, like you said, people who are asymptomatic or just picking up other AIDS and illnesses because of the fact that they haven't been active for two to three weeks or even longer, depending on how long this quarantine lasts for. Um, yeah, so obviously really, really alarming and hopefully people can get a creative 
um, work out in, in in whatever way they can, because the last thing we want is for people to um, you know suffer at the hands of this virus. And but obviously we understand that they're trying to keep everyone and flatten, uh, flattening the curve is, is is a phrase that's come out a lot recently. So you know that that seems to be the primary object- objective at the moment. So let's hope that the um, the people involved in in the healthcare community and the government uh, are making the right call with this. Let's see. Yeah, uh, one of the things that has become very apparent is that people are freaking out that there's nothing to watch. You know, you, you get to see really the impact that football has had on a lot of people's lives. I mean, they, they rely on it on a regular day basis. And uh, all the leagues have really shut down. They've, they've gone to a halt. Um, and, and obviously, it's out of necessity. Um, I, I just heard that Euros has been pushed back to 2021. Um, obviously, the leagues, we don't know when they're going to begin. But one of the strange things is that, uh, if I'm not mistaken, the Singapore League has continued. Uh, they ha- seem to have a good handle on things over there, and they're playing the games behind closed doors. So for those that are looking for just a little bit of entertainment, look up the SPL. Um, One Play Sports is doing a good job of covering the games over there and, and providing highlights, and at least you get your fix of you know your goals and a bit of skill and a bit of action. Um, yeah, that's that's somewhere you can go to uh, for that football fix that people are looking I've also for. S- I've also seen that uh, Adam Reed is still playing in uh, in Malaysia. Uh, his teams really? have still been playing games. Yeah, I think they've just recently just gone on a break now, but they they were playing as recently as this week. So. Uh, I'm not sure if they've stopped it recently. Uh, I know we went on a, a mini break, but uh, yeah, I think that that league had been ongoing for for a fairly uh, extended period. So um, I think people can be limited, aren't they, in getting their their football fixes? Uh, I think some people I know in Australia have still been playing uh, at certain levels, but you know, in terms of the big leagues, you know, Premier League, La Liga, um, French league, Serie A, yeah. total. Total lockdown. We're, so, we're, and I, 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 yeah, we, we, we're interested to see what's going to happen because obviously a lot of people are clambering for a league postponement because no one wants to see Liverpool win the league uh, in <laughs> in uh, in the UK. Um, but you said the Euros pushed back. I've actually had different stories, but whether or not that's been confirmed, I'm not sure. But um, yeah, I mean the, the Euros look set to be definitely pushed back, and whether or not the league for example, the Premier League might continue into the summer, which is something that's been discussed and they just extend it and, um, you know, have to push the break back and then push the, the, the start of next season back. And that's a possibility. There's a possibility they're going to write it off completely. Um, yeah, we're, in, we're uncharted waters here, really. We, we don't really know how, how this is all going to play out, how long it's going to last for. But there's certainly going to be some severe footballing repercussions, uh, whatever happens um, for the remainder of this 2020 season. If you were to recommend some a match um, that people can look back on, any match um, uh-huh. that you would recommend that people, I mean, obviously they're looking for ways to entertain themselves. Uh, is there a match that comes to mind for you that, hey, look up this game, have a watch, um, enjoy it, whether it's because of the drama or the skill or whatever it is. Is there one that, that, that comes to mind for you? You know what? I don't know if it's online, but I remember I was actually at the game. I watched it. So if you're looking for a local or domestic fix, mm. the um, the Loyola Kaya game, was it, it was, was it 5-4 or 6-5? Was it that one? The <laughs> UFL Cup game. I actually yeah. came to watch that. I actually came to watch that game because I think I'd, I was in town for the LA Galaxy game. And then I went to Rizal to watch it. And it was like 3 or 4-0 at half time. 
I was net, and then it got to like six five, was it? It finished six five to Loyola or five four to Loyola, something like that. Yeah, something crazy. That's right. That was um, there was a goalkeeping change in the middle of that at, at yeah. halftime because Kaya yeah. was so confident and. Um, yeah. Yeah, definitely worth a watch, that one. <laughs> yeah, so that yeah. was a dramatic one for anyone who hasn't seen uh, that particular game. Um, any sort of UFL classics that I can think of? I mean, I have to say the Archers game, if someone can get it, let me know, because I scored the overhead kick in the 94th <laughs> minute and everyone thought that that was game over. Only for them to equalise in the 95th minute, 3-3. Three, three. Uh, that was quite an eventful game. Um other games sort of back in the day. I mean, yeah, I mean, there were loads. That sort of UFL period was quite interesting. Like, if anyone gets a chance to see what it was like, um, even the UMAC days, sort of even before I was here, there's some yeah. really fun, fun matches, um, you know, with a vibrant crowd, um, you know, some old faces looking a little bit, a little, <laughs> little younger, um, for a little fresh faced, you know, that might be quite a nice um, sort of reminiscent down uh, yeah memory memory road and uh, memory lane i think those those ones will be nice for some of the philippine public to to engage in in terms of sort of like classic games uh you know i remember growing up like some of the really big summer tournaments world cup i remember the argentina england game uh was one of the most dramatic games i think i've ever watched uh, argentina ended up going through on penalties but it was infamous for the david beckham red card um, ah when it kicks out that's yeah, right. when he kicks out at Simeone, that that was always a game that will stand out in my memory. Um, Michael Owen was probably 17, 18, burst on the scene, scored one of the all-time classic World Cup goals. Um, I remember Argentina scored this very intricate, pre-planned, free-kick routine. Um, super, super execution from Zanetti, just banged it in from... 18 yards out after a really clever sort of short quick sharp into the play uh, then game into extra time England scored uh, Sol Campbell I think it was scored a header okay, the goal was disallowed they, they're all still celebrating while Argentina's attacking down the other end of the field uh, yeah then of course England go, goes out on penalties normal uh, <laughs> path of the course pretty much for me growing up um, quick question games up. yeah was, was that Simeone Diego Simeone, the, the coach of Atletico Madrid now? Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that's a good one. As long as similar lines, the England-Portugal game was quite a similar one where Wayne Rooney oh, yeah, stayed, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, lashed out and Ronaldo got, got into it. You know, that was quite a, a bit of very a similar. England go out. Yeah, the wink. Yeah, England, England go out <laughs> again on penalties. Actually played quite well. Same, same story. Um, pretty much how... how I remember most of like the nineties, early two thousands, uh, watching England. So, um, yeah, there, there, there's some classic games, uh, ASCAL games. Yeah. I've been, been part of many classic ASCAL games. YouTube's littered with some, some of the cl classic Suzuki cup games, uh, from, from yesteryear. Mm. So if anyone wants to, you know, go through those archives, there's, um, there's a treasure trove of, classic as Carl moments so anything sort of 2010 onwards there's 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 some really really good games for for guys to to latch on to um Premier League ones yeah some some real classic ones probably the most iconic one would be the Man City last day of the season victory oh. against uh, QPR that's probably the one that everyone nobody wants most, to relive that Prince most 
memorable, probably an iconic Premier League moment, unfortunately. But um, yeah, that's that that one. I would probably suggest people, um, yeah, type that one into YouTube, and that'll, that'll get the goosebumps going for sure. Absolute <laughs> classic. So there you go. I mean, lots of suggestions there. I mean, if you are thirsting, hungry for a game of football and some some nice drama, some nice entertainment, there are some um, some matches for you to look up for. The good thing is during this community quarantine is the internet, what a blessing, right? I mean, there is a treasure trove of things to look at, uh, so many things to uh, learn, to, to entertain yourself with, and to, to just keep the mind active during this time. So definitely uh, look into that. And um, we appreciate everybody who's listening into this. And uh, hopefully, you know, we've somehow contributed to um, making life easier during this uh, community quarantine. Uh, thanks for the time, Chris. Appreciate it. Thank you. Stay safe, everyone. Yeah. Uh, if you guys like this episode and uh, the content that we provide here on Across the Line, please do subscribe to the show on YouTube, Spotify, and on Apple Podcasts. Uh, enjoy the rest of your football Friday, guys.